and welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Stephen Eiderstein. Thank you all for joining me again today as we do September 17th reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Looking forward to it, as always, and of course, this will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning that you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So you'll, as this will be the first time that I read it or hear it right here on this podcast with y'all. So it's always a journey, always an experience. So here we go. This is September 17th, reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Immortality is here and now, and not a speculative something beyond the grave. Immortality does not belong to time. It will never be found in time. It belongs to eternity, and just as time is here and now, so is eternity here and now, and a man may find that eternity and establish himself in it. If he will overcome the self that derives its life from the unsatisfying and perishable things of time, whilst a man remains immersed in sensation, desire, and the passing events, of his day-to-day existence and regards those sensations, desires, and passing events as of the essential, or the, excuse me, and regards those sensations, desires, and passing events as of the essence of himself, he can have no knowledge of immortality. The thing which such a man desires and which which he mistakes for immortality is persistence. Hmm. That is, a continuous succession of sensations and events of time. Persistence is the antithesis of immortality. Well, this is an interesting one. Um, I don't think I've read anything. I don't know which book this one came out of. But I, this is an interesting perspective, and a lot of what he talks about here we've covered in different uh, readings and different meditations and different capacities, right, and different understandings. But this is interesting. That last line, persistence, is the antithesis of immortality. Right? So immortality is a lot of times measured in recognition in how did he say it here so the succession I'm grabbing it out of this it's a small reading you think I'd be able to find things but just immortality as being repeated events continuously through the time right that something will reverberate through the walls of time and people will continue to re-experience that or I will continue to re-experience that, that those desires, the sensations and things of that nature this is an interesting thing because we experience time in our physical bodies right? we experience time in the material world our spirit and our soul is immortal this is just a passing phase for it. So to crave immortality in the physical world is kind of pointless. 
or to decree and that's not true mortality we're craving remembrance and and we're craving to be remembered a legacy maybe but that's persistence i can see where he gets that from repeated efforts right a continuous succession of sensations and events of time it's very interesting and true immortality, true eternally, we is here and now. That's what he's saying. You can in the physical material world is time. We measure our lifespan by time. We measure our life by experiences, right? The, the physical life that we're presented with, anyway. But true immortality is getting in touch with that spiritual side of us and finding that vein, that alignment with. The eternal, the ever-present, the always-present energy and motion of life. So, it's the contradiction from, or it's the cross-section, I guess, of the physical and the spiritual world is right here, right now. As time moves forward, and the now is ever-present. There's a lot of people that talk about that kind of thing. Um, there was Ram Das. there was... Um, Eckhart Tolle, there was many people, and not, and also obviously James Allen, we're talking about here, now, present in what we're doing, and therein lies eternal, eternity and immortality, it's in this moment. It's, an, it's a very interesting reading today, it's got me thinking, So, which is usually a good thing, I like perspective, I like understanding. And something new from James Allen is always a an adventure because though he states things simply and usually, excuse me, and usually logically sound from certain perspectives, perspectives that I believe in, my brain doesn't always grasp them right away, so. Uh, I'm excited. Let's go through this again um, and, and just see where we end up. So immortality is here now and it is not and is not a speculative something beyond the grave. So that seems like we're talking about finding heaven in this immediate moment. And we've talked about that, right? We've talked about like we've talked about how we can have much of heaven right here, right now. We can change our perspective and our understandings and suddenly we can have all the joy and happiness and contentment in the world where we once found in the exact same place misery, depression, hatred, and anger. It's incredible. So, what we're talking about here is finding that here and now in this immediate moment in time and space and matter and not something we wait for till after we die right we don't wait to enjoy life until the passing of this physical body i think you missed the boat on it then if that's where you're really thinking is going to happen immortality is here and now heaven is here and now as people would say hell can be here and now remember that 
Immortality does not belong to time. It will never be found in time. That's what most people think of. That's what I used to think of. Heck, most of the time I do think about it until this very moment in terms of time. But immortality is immeasurable. Eternity is immeasurable. So when people, a lot of people like to sell heaven in a, it's just suffering for 70 or 80 years, then the rest of the years you're in heaven enjoying life. I feel like that's a shoddy way to get people involved and in living differently. I don't think that's actually getting people to buy into that. It's the right thing to do to live differently. I don't understand that line of thinking, actually. But people do that. People say, for infinite amount of years after you die, you'll have grand experience. But you live this way of life and you suffer for your physical physical life and... Your soul will live on in eternity for ever and ever with happiness. And I don't I don't necessarily subscribe to that. Um I don't believe life today needs to be suffering. I don't. And true immortality, true eternity won't be found. In the measurement of time. There's no way it can be. It can't be counted. Goes on to finish. Or goes on to with that sentence saying. And just as time is here and now. So is eternity here and now. And a man may find that eternity. And establish himself in it. We can. I like that. So, just as time is here and now, so is eternity here and now, right? So, time is only available here because we experience it at the end of the day, right? So, there's if there's nothing to perceive time, time doesn't really exist. The world just continues. So... So, I'm just thinking this through, but bear with me for the silence, silent pauses here, because I'm just, my brain's kind of forming thoughts around it. So, just as time is here and now, so is eternity here and now, and a man may find that eternity and establish himself in it. And that, I guess that's what I'm talking about with finding heaven, right, in the seat you're sitting in, right? Because it is possible to change your perspective to have a completely different lifestyle and nothing else changes. That's the amazing thing about spirituality. You get the opportunity to not have to change many external things to have a completely different understanding of them and experience with them by just simply changing perspective. It's amazing, actually. So, I think that's what he, that uh, that's what I believe we're getting to with establish himself in it here and now. That's the eternity, the joy, the presence of now, right? So yeah, time and eternity really is at the cross-section of now, in this moment. Because if we're measuring it by material and physical presence, 
you know, we have the forward and the back, but now is ever present. It's always here. It's always to be experienced and in, and enjoyed or in um, a part of. So I, I believe that. Absolutely believe that. He finishes this paragraph by saying, if he will overcome the self that derives its life from the unsatisfying and perishable things of time. So that's the second part to the follow-up of man may find that eternity establish himself in it. If, if, here we go, conquering self again, if he will overcome the, the self that derives its life from the unsatisfying and perishable things of life of time right because in this physical world we're constantly on the pursuit for more pleasure more fulfillment more this more that and that does us no good at the end of the day we'll never find fulfillment permanent contented fulfillment in this world it's always a constant chase of the next thing one achievement one accomplishment then we're on to the next, and we demand a, we we demand the world give us these things, that these experiences give us pleasure, that these experiences give us acclaim. But when we can stop that and find that peace and that comfort in the present moment with whatever is going on, suddenly these things can be appreciated for what they actually are. I desire no... I need to take nothing from an experience or a person or a thing. I'm a, I allow it to be exactly what it can be, and then I participate in it. I'm not demanding from it. It took me a long time to get like that. And that... That's what... It means to overcome the self that derives its life from the unsatisfying perishable things of time. Incredible. Whilst the man remains immersed in sensation, desire, and the passing events of day-by-day -day existence and regards those sensations, desires, and passing events as of the essence of himself, he can... You can have no knowledge of immortality. Because we're never here. We're never present. Right? The past, when, whilst a man Im remains immersed in sensation, desire, and the passing events of his day-to-day -day existence. Like, that's completely what envelops. We think that's what defines us. We think that that's what makes us successful. We believe that we need things to be a certain way. Right? We're immersed in the sensation, desire, and passing events of our day-to-day -day experience. We think that's all there is. We're attached to these things. He can know he can have no knowledge of immortality. Because it's the it's the fractured neurotic living of demanding a reason to live from this world. It never works. The thing which such a man desires and which mis he mistakes for immortality is persistence. That 
that is, a continuous succession of sensation and events. Okay, I get what you're talking about here a little bit more now. Um, people want to experience immortality, not in a remembrance kind of way, but it can be in that way too, but it really is... Like they want to continue to live and have these experience of life and accumulate all of this life. I, sorry, I can't say that life experience was what I was going to say, but I just said it in a different way. All of these um, accomplishments, all of this influence, and, and take it out of this world and achieve all this and just suck the world dry for all it has to offer. That's not true immortality. That's the same cycle repeated over and over and over again. That's what it is. And this last line, persistence is the antithesis of immortality. So when we believe that immortality comes from the repeat of experiences of us physically or our reputation or our memory throughout the legs of time. We're kind of doing it wrong, aren't we? Everything here can end. Everything here can be taken away. Everything here is temporary. So when we remember that, if we can remember that, we detach. Immortality comes from experiences the eternal, comes from experiencing the everlasting, which is detaching from the demand of this physical world to fulfill us. Because it never can. We can never get permanent contentment from this world. We can be permanently contented in this world with, through a connection to that God of our understanding, whatever that may be for you. But this world can never give it to us. It will always be a race from one to the next. So, All right, well, that's the end of the reading for today. Uh, I, this was a different perspective. I guess it was the, the uh, collision of multiple perspectives that I hadn't considered before. So I appreciate everyone that uh, goes right through this with me, that uh, hears me kind of fight these ones out on the, the podcast and I enjoy this very much when something like this comes up so it, it gives me more understanding and depth to this whole experience spirituality so thank you all for listening and following along and until next time thanks mm -hmm.